Hi, love, and welcome to Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious females who want more in their careers, relationships, and lifestyle, and who aren't afraid to claim it. My name is Laura Hurd, and I'm your go-to mentor for all things self-mastery, self-healing, advanced manifestation, and creating your ultimate dream life. I'm a mindset expert, master success coach, leadership mentor, and the living proof that anything your heart desires is possible for you. I'm absolutely obsessed with helping powerful women just like you to manifest and co-create anything they desire in their lives. So if you're ready to massively uplevel your well-being, your confidence, your connections, productivity, and success, then keep on listening. This podcast is your weekly dose of self-growth and mindset mastery to help you step into your fullest potential. I'm here to provide you with the insights, the tools, strategies, and guidance you need to become the most aligned, powerful version of yourself. So if you're committed to create success and fulfillment on your own terms, then let's get started. And make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a beat. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode on Unfuck Your Alive, the show for ambitious women who are ready to calibrate to their next level. I'm your host, Laura Hurdy, and today we're wrapping up this incredible, incredible year together that honestly, for me personally, flew by like no other this far. And so this episode actually feels extra special not just because we will do this little recap and also do some intention setting together at the end of the episode, but also because it's the 50th episode on this podcast show. And it honestly still to this day blows my mind how fast the show has grown since launching it on March 3rd. Um, I've been working, I can still remember, I've been working so hard on getting it all ready and up in January and in February. It's been my main focus, actually. I can still also remember just like how excited and lit up I felt when we were about to hit the launch button. And um, yeah, I just want to thank you, babes, for being part of this podcast community, for being on this journey with me. It's been a whole learning curve. I am actually very, very sure my episodes now just like sound and feel different to the beginning. I feel so much more comfortable, I guess, <laughs> just like speaking my heart and mind. I've been recently receiving some beautiful um, like reviews where like a couple of you wrote something along the lines of, I just love how real you are and like you're saying things as they are and you're not sugarcoating it. And like, that's exactly me. Like, this is a literally... A such girl who's just like so damn honest with herself, with her friends, her family. Um, I'm also giving some tough love to my clients if they ask for it. Like it's, it's, it's just who I am. And I'm so grateful that I get to bring the side um, of myself to this podcast and that it's appreciated and valued and seen. And yeah, I actually want to give you babe some context because I think a lot of you are expecting another episode after this one this month because we've been doing um, weekly episodes, obviously, and then also a bonus episode each month, which we won't be doing this year just because it's Christmas. My mom is going to be here in a couple of days, which is insane, but I'm actually recording this beforehand. So by the time you're listening to this, I'm already with my mom and like showing her in Bali and just like having a blast with her. So um 
there won't be a bonus episode. Um, we'll be kicking off fresh next year on the first Tuesday of January um, with episode 51. So like, that's just a little side note. That being said, now I want to share a little 2023 recap with you, babes. And honestly, just give some insight into some things that I shifted internally this year, which I feel like is oftentimes underlooked, like in which ways we've grown internally and like how we're seeing things differently as well. And I want to also give a little exclusive sneak peek into some of my intentions for next year. Um, I also want to share some journal prompts that I personally love to use to create um, more clarity around certain things I want to like create and devote myself to and achieve and invest time into. Um, also, just like things I'm looking to be um, creating and attracting in 2024. So let's start with a little 2023 recap. I feel like there's a lot to say here. Um, a couple of things I actually kind of already shared in episode 47, my birthday episode, where I just like also recap the year because obviously my birthday is in December. So naturally, it just made sense for me to recap the past year. So if you're curious about like an in-depth recap of like my highest my highlights and my challenging moments this year, then this is a really great episode to give a listen after you finish listening to this one. What I want to share now is truly like my main takeaways from this year and like what I've been again shifting and how I've been integrating what I've been learning. Honestly, I feel like in a nutshell, 2023 truly taught me how good life gets to feel when you're choosing yourself unapologetically. I've always been someone to choose myself. I've always been considering myself a person with like high self-esteem and like strong values and like solid boundaries and lots of self-worth. Um, and like often as we're telling ourselves like, oh, I feel worthy of this. I feel worthy of that. But I, I recognize this year that I still had some wounds to heal around receivership, but also sisterhood, for instance, like for me this year, a grand theme has been friendships, female friendships. And I did a lot of healing around that. Boy, oh boy, did I do a lot of healing around friendships this year. As I've been attracting incredible, incredible, genuine, kind-hearted, inspiring women into my life this year, I realized that, wow, like I, I feel so seen, so valued, so loved, so unconditionally supported. And sure, I always, I always felt really good in my friendship circles and friend groups in the past couple of years. But this year, I just realized like there's a whole new depth. There's a whole new level. And life just gets to be so damn good in so many ways, not just like friendship wise, but also like health wise and routine wise and career wise. And just like mentally, emotionally, when we truly, truly, truly choose ourselves and claim what we desire unapologetically, knowing that we deserve this and we don't have to perform, we don't have to achieve in order to claim the best and only the best, right? And I feel like right now, looking back on this year, I feel very whole and at peace and complete, even though even the past couple of weeks, honestly, you babes, haven't always been easy, haven't always been smooth sailing. There were a lot of uncomfortable conversations to be had, um, business-wise, also personally, 
were, I'm just so fucking proud that I stood my grounds when it would have been so much easier to just like keep the harmony and swallow it down and be like, okay, like fine. Like, no, it's not fine. If it, if it doesn't feel right, it's not fine. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it to your face. Right. And honestly, this attitude, I know a lot of a lot of women are kind of feeling hesitant to put that on because it's like, oh, she got an attitude. But honestly, it's you speaking your truth. If you don't want to betray yourself, if you don't want to lose trust in yourself, if you want to feel like you have a really strong backbone, you got to honor yourself and how you feel. Sure, it's always good to take a step back and to be like, is what I'm like making the situation here, is this actually like the reality or am I just projecting or am I just, you know, like in a trauma response and stuff like that. Yes, we want to be self-aware like that, which is also something you got to learn. It's like not something that we're being taught, obviously. Um, but if you feel like you're a very self-aware woman and you feel very connected to your intuition and you know yourself and you have this objective view in certain situations and you still feel like something is off, you got to say it. I feel like this year has taught me how good life gets to feel because I have chosen that i've chosen to feel that fucking good i've chosen to romanticize my life i've chosen to do things that felt scary in the first place like investing into another private mentor or taking a couple of weeks off from work and every once in a while or letting go of certain friendships that didn't feel in full alignment with who i had become anymore just like things were yeah it was scary in the moment it was painful in the moment I was like freaking out um but this is why being able to regulate yourself and trust yourself is so important and so what I really focused on this year to give a little bit of insight is creating a whole new level of inner wholeness inner completion claiming myself choosing myself that I got to cultivate thanks to like more inner work that I got to do. And it's so funny because I know a lot of you listening are like, oh, you did a lot of work already, girl. Like you overcame depression and you started your own business and, you know, you grieved your father's loss and like you, you, you opened yourself up to love and like you built this like whole like empire. Like you, you did your work, like you, you did your part. And it's like, yes and no. Yes, I did. And there's always more to do. And I'm not saying that from a, place of like oh this is so exhausting you always need to keep working on yourself you don't have to you can take a break from that and I think it's actually healthy to take a break from working on yourself so actively every once in a while even if it's just for a few days just like letting yourself be um for me I think I just thrive when I'm working on myself I thrive when I'm looking at my own shit I thrive off of it it actually makes my life so much better because it makes my relationships better it makes my mental physical um, emotional health better. It makes me better leader, better business owner, better coach, better mentor, better guide, right? Like for me, it's a no brainer, but it's, it's like, I've been devoting myself to more inner healing work this year. And I'm so glad that I did because there's been situations coming up this year that I never had faced before in my life. So naturally, naturally I had to look at that naturally I had to learn how to navigate these new situations and this is why having a strong support system is priceless for me like having my private mentor and um my girlfriends and my mom and my partner like it's been priceless it's been exactly what I wanted and needed because I wouldn't want to go through this all by myself in fact we don't have to go through things all by ourselves right something else that I really did that I want to like emphasis emphasize here emphasis <laughs> emphasize here is raising my standards 
raising my standards because I have shifted my self-image. I upgraded my identity this past year, right? I upgraded my identity. I shifted my self-image. And naturally, as a byproduct, my standards were going all the way up when it came to my health, my routines, my mindset, my relationship, my friendships, the work that I'm putting out into the world, how I'm supporting my clients, the kind of leader that I am. Standards went all the way up. And I benefit from that. And the people around me in my life benefit from that. And this is why self-image work is so powerful. How you see yourself. Oftentimes we're like, oh, like I'm good with myself, right? Like I'm not tearing myself apart in the mirror. So I must be good with myself. Or I'm not criticizing myself that often when I'm making a mistake. So I should be good with myself. Honestly, it's not just those things. It's just those tiny little moments in your life where you need to check in on how am I actually feeling about myself right now? Maybe you didn't just like make a small mistake, but a big mistake. How, how are you feeling about yourself now? How are you relating to yourself now, right? You haven't been looking after yourself for a little bit. How are you feeling about yourself now, right? Like it's really about working on your self-image, your identity, um, and building this like rock solid inner connection to yourself, which I feel like I've taken to a whole new level this year. And I feel like it even shows like people, even in the past couple of weeks told me like, you seem to be in a different energy. And I love that for you. (laughs) So I was like, yes. And I love that for me too. It's really amazing. A couple of other things I've been focusing on, again, sisterhood friendships, really investing time into that, really investing time into building strong bonds, really opening myself up, being super fucking vulnerable, leading with authenticity, um, and realness rather than trying to like hide and rather than trying to just like fit in because it's a friend group that I'm in and it's like it would have been so easy to just like try to like be like everyone else but like we're all we're all similar but we're all not like all the other ones we're all individual and really owning that feels so damn refreshing something else has been my health my emotional health my hormonal health did lots of healing around that this year feeling really really fucking good about it prioritizing my sleep my sleep quality um since my dad passed away in 2019 I had a lot of nightmares a lot of nightmares and um couldn't figure it out I couldn't figure out like what the fuck is this and it was the healing work that helped me sleep again and sleep normally and I just feel so fucking grateful because sleep is everything and if you feel like there's things haunting you then it's really hard to rest, to rest your mind, rest your body, rest your spirit. So yeah, making peace with my past, truly moving on from a couple of things, not just mentally, but also somatically, like on a physical level, on an emotional level, like moving on, finding closure, letting go, not just in terms of my dad, but like other things too, where I would like really, really realize, okay, I'm strong enough to move on. I got this. I got myself. It will be fine. And truly meaning that and truly feeling that rather than just saying it to convince yourself that you're fine, right? When you're actually not. So, wow, that has been, yeah, that has been this year. I also realized this year, and I think this is important, especially as, you know, like when you're listening to this episode, like it's just been Christmas and maybe you got some physical gifts and all those things and like whilst I mean 
I think it's beautiful to receive physical gifts. Um, I got this beautiful necklace from my girlfriends here in Bali for my birthday, which honestly, when I received it, I had to like tear up for a second because I I'm obsessed with it. Like I'm genuinely obsessed with it. I think this is how you're supposed to feel about something like physical that you're buying for yourself. Like you gotta be fucking obsessed with it. I'm actually wearing it right now as I'm recording this episode. So, but like less is more generally less is more physical things. I don't want to say people in your life because it really depends if you have a huge friend circle of incredible people, like don't apply this concept, but like, in general, I think that there's so much clutter in our lives. And the more clutter we have, the less we can receive. When you want to be abundant as fuck, you got to make space for that abundance to enter your life. And this is something I just a couple of months ago, once again, got reminded of was, oh, fuck, my life feels a little bit cluttered. My mind feels a little bit cluttered. I feel emotionally a little bit cluttered. Like there was just like a lot of clutter, right? Like even people were, I was like, I like you, but I don't resonate with you in the way that I used to. And like, maybe this is not a connection that I should further pursue or like invest into, right? Less is truly more. Less is always more. Uh, Because it makes space for those things that are truly, truly meant for you. And also what I realized in this process was, especially when you apply this to work projects, for instance, or like even clients, when I choose something, I'm giving it my all. I give everything to what I choose rather than trying to do it all at once and be everything for everyone and constantly be available and all those things. Like for me, doing something wholeheartedly and devoting all of my time and energy attention to it, like that's the way to go for me. That's where I find fulfillment, especially as a generator. So not trying to like juggle so much and then eventually you're dropping the balls and you're so exhausted and you're like, what did I even like do all of this for? And like you're losing sight of what's truly important for you and why you've actually started doing what you're whatever you're doing in the first place like question why you're doing things question why you're overextending yourself question why you're people pleasing question why you're putting things off that actually are so fucking important to you right question why you're hiding question why you're not taking the leap question be honest with yourself we don't have to do it all at once. We're ambitious. Yes, obviously you're ambitious. Duh, you're listening to this podcast. But honestly, sometimes it's really good to focus on those few things that are truly meaningful for you. For me, it's usually three priorities a day, five, maybe five major goals each week that I want to achieve, maybe even less than that. Um, less is more. Less is truly, truly, truly more. My partner's in a season where work is a priority for him. I'm in a season where friendships are a priority for me. In January and probably also February, work will be a little bit more of a priority again. And then from like March, April onwards, it will probably be adventure and travel again. Like it's just so important to have your focus for certain days, weeks, months, and even years, even years, right? So think about your word for next year. What is it? What is it for you? I actually have to give this a thought. Um, Now that I'm recording this, it's actually the 15th of December. (laughs) So I still got two more weeks. Don't judge me. Um, I may actually leave my word for next year in the show notes so you can see it. Moving on. So what else have I been focusing on? Honestly, my relationship. 
and not just in the sense that oh like we've been spending more quality time and like we've been having very meaningful conversations and we've been like starting to plan the next couple of years together but also being a high value partner being a high value partner which has nothing to do with him and everything to do with me right like being a high value partner means being that kind of woman that naturally attracts or naturally co-creates a super healthy relationship. As women, and you babes know that, we've been taught to like be independent and like not need him and like be fine. And like, I've been really unlearning that in the past two or so years and learning to surrender to him, letting him take the lead and not having to be in control. And that feels so good. It feels so refreshing, especially if you're a business owner or if you're having lots of responsibility in your nine to five job. It's so refreshing to come home and just let him make the decisions. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> sure, if, if I have a very strong opinion about something, like I appreciate what my partner considers my perspective and like my preferences. Um, but it's even cute when, when I'm like, I want to go for a date night. Like, what are the options? And then he gives me like three options and I'm choosing the final option. Right. Like, but like, it's just so nice to like have someone step up and you got to give the man the space to do that, which is so, so, so important. I feel like I've become a really amazing partner this year. I'm really happy with myself and I'm really proud of myself. And I'm not saying I wasn't a great partner before, but I'm saying I'm definitely an amazing partner now because I'm embodying the kind of woman that I always wanted to embody. If anything, this year, this has been what's been the outcome. <laughs> it's like me really, really feeling myself and really being proud of myself. Probably that's a result of being fully embodied in my feminine too and being in my nurturing energy rather than this hustle, go, go, go energy. I love to nurture now. I love to nurture myself. I love to nurture my girlfriends and our dogs and my partner and even my team and my clients, I love being nurturing. It's just so nice. And at the same time, allowing myself too to receive, to not just give, 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 but to receive from myself and from others without feeling guilt, without feeling like I got to prove my worth first or I got to give first to then receive. Like, no, just receiving because I'm so fucking worthy of it. I can still remember like, when was that? Like two years ago, one and a half years ago? probably two years ago by now, um, I was ordering myself this like ethical, like um, lingerie set from this beautiful brand. And I ordered it in two colors. And when I, when I'd arrived, I was like, Oh, I, I really love this one color more than the other. What am I going to do with the other one? And like, then I thought of my one friend that I, I just immediately knew it would look amazing on her because she's blonde and brunette. So like, I just knew it would look way, way better on her. And so I gifted it to her. And she was just like, so in her receivership, I can still remember she was just like, thank you. Like, she wasn't even like, oh, what do you want for this? Or, oh my gosh, this is too much. She was just like, thank you, you know? And I was just like, damn, I love that. <laughs> I think two years ago, I would have still felt like some sort of guilt or like I have to immediately give back as well or like anything like that and now I really get it now I really really get it where she was I don't know she was just like thank you you know and so yeah I think this is a beautiful thing to be able to receive fully and just and not feel like you have to do something crazy um to like thank that person for for giving you something right okay so to like get, do a little recap because I feel like <laughs> Once more, getting a little bit off track. 
Um, what I focused on this year were my own inner alignment, my leadership, my leadership in life, my leadership in love, my leadership in my business, becoming a really amazing leader to my team, becoming a really amazing mentor to my clients. Um, we also upgraded our client experience, customer journey, business backend, uh, which I'm very, very proud of and like excited to refine this further moving into the new year as well. My friendships, having like like-minded soul sisters in my life these days, um, my family life with our dogs, but also my mom that I'm having such a great relationship with now and also my romantic relationships. So I feel like I prioritize things differently because of these like realizations that I've had and also some value shifts, realizing that what I used to value two or three years ago is no longer what I value most today. And these internal upgrades that then resulted in external upgrades, right? I also got to, I, I, I came to the awareness, I guess, that I had given my power away last year in some areas. I really have. And that was hard to admit to myself because I always felt like, oh, I'm in my power and like nobody can fuck with me. But also I'm a sensitive fucking human being. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And I had to like really reclaim my power in those areas or in those relationships where I had given it away unapologetically. And that was not easy, but it was so worth it. And also just like build this like deeper, even deeper sense of self-trust that I now have with myself. Um, I also stopped settling for what felt good, what felt familiar, what felt comfortable maybe in order to claim more. As I had upgraded, I realized, wow, I deserve even more. <laughs> Only the best of the best, unapologetically, baby. Like, it's just so important to stop settling. If you feel like something isn't right or like something isn't enough, be unapologetic about that. Own that nudge, that feeling that, no, this actually isn't enough. It feels good. It feels familiar. It feels comfortable. Maybe it's all you've ever known your entire life, but boy, oh boy, you deserve more. If you even start to question if you deserve more, that is a very clear sign that you do deserve more. Okay? Rule of thumb. Just a rule of thumb. And... I also learned to navigate some really, really difficult situations that I've never been facing in my entire life before that would have probably broken me even just one and a half or so years ago. They would have probably shattered me to the fucking ground, at least for a day or two. And now it's just like a couple of minutes, maybe an hour of discomfort and then bouncing back, bouncing back. Yes, like not staying in this like, oh shit, and like, what am I going to do? Like, no, be in this energy of, okay, this is fucking uncomfortable. I'm a little bit scared. I'm a little bit, you know, like whatever the emotions are that are coming up for you. And I got this. I wouldn't be facing this if I couldn't handle it. And fully trusting that and fully trusting that ability of yours to lead yourself through the storm to come out on the other side. Because if I've learned anything in the past couple of years, it's been that when you're going through a storm on the other side, there is fucking peace. There is a whole new level of fulfillment. Trust me. I'm not going to go into too much detail because I feel like this episode is like going to get really, really long if I do. But I just want to share some of the shifts that I made this year to level up. Um, I feel like this year, like that started last year already, that process, I really rediscovered what I'm most passionate about. And 
you girls know your girl loves everything like mindset and empowerment and confidence. I feel like I'm a living, breathing embodiment of that. But also I really enjoy coaching and mentoring and guiding and all things love and relationships and communication and feminine energy and receivership and magnetism and healing and feminine business. And don't get me wrong, I'm still incorporating mindset work, manifestation work, all that jazz into all that I do. But I'm focusing more on like the healing work and the embodiment piece and feminine business strategy with my entrepreneurial clients, and identity work and refining and deepening your leadership again in your life, in your love, in your career slash business. And like really owning that rather than being like, oh, but like people only want the manifestation stuff from me because I'm good at that. Like, no, people want so much more. People see see what I get to bring to the table. Like it's, it's obvious. And like realizing that, right? Like that's been a process realizing that and truly, truly integrating that and being like, oh, all right, I can do that. I can do that. I can allow myself to step into this whole new era in my business where I'm focusing on different things and I've been evolving and I'm owning that. And people love that for me. And people want to evolve with me. This is, I think, a, a huge reason why so many clients keep working with me. It's just like they're coming back. Either they're renewing immediately or they're coming back a couple of weeks later, a couple of months later after they integrated. And they're like, hey, I want another one-on-one -on -one container. Hey, I want to join your group thing. Hey, I want to join your mastermind now. Like it's so cool to see. And it's because I'm always able to give them the support to get to their next level because I'm constantly evolving. I'm constantly healing. I'm constantly expanding, which is really cool to see. Um, I also myself hired a new private mentor this year, which I was super happy about that decision. I'm not going to lie. It was a scary decision. <laughs> it was it was a scary decision. It was the biggest investment I ever made into a private mentor. And um, I truly felt so aligned with her. Um, she's also a generator, also such sisters. Like, I just knew, okay, <laughs> we're we're very alike in a lot of ways, but also very different in a lot of ways, which obviously is very useful. She's been supporting me in all the ways, you babes, in all the ways, not just business, like so many things, because I'm a holistic being, I'm multifaceted. Like, there's so many areas of my life that impact my business anyways. So I just wanted to focus on that. I also noticed how much I value peace over progress now um, as a growth-minded woman. And I think a lot of you babes listening can relate. Um, it's so easy to get caught up in this constant chase of further growth and further growth and further growth and more progress. But also what's really, really feeling good is feeling at peace and being grateful for where you're at. Yes, claiming more, wanting more, desiring more working on getting to that next level, but feeling at peace rather than trying to run away from th something. Like you, you got to accept where you're at now in order to go to where you want to be. You got to accept where you're at in your life, in your relationship, in your health, in your career, with your body. Like you got to accept where you're at. You got to feel at peace about it. You got to befriend it. You don't have to settle for it. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying befriend it, accept it, be at peace with it, and then work on changing it. I really realized that if excelling at something at the cost of my own inner peace and alignment and well-being, or if it causes me stress, I don't want it. I don't think it's desirable. I'm very, very aware of my decisions and what I need to sacrifice maybe, right? 
And I'm, I'm just very aware of opportunity cost now. I'm very, very aware what it's costing me when I'm like choosing something, when I'm choosing to, okay, simple example, I'm choosing to start a podcast. Well, something has to come short because I don't have more hours in the day. So either I'm sacrificing my friendships or my sleep or other parts of my business, which is what I did. I just sacrificed other parts of my business to start this podcast, which is part of my, it's, it's like a hobby, <laughs> but also it's part of my business, I guess. So being so aware of those things is very important. Oh, I'm entering this relationship now. Maybe I spend less time with girlfriends then or less time by myself or I'm working less or I'm sleeping less, right? We got to ask ourselves those questions. If I integrate this new life area or if I devote myself more to it, what what is going to come short? Because I don't have more hours in the day. Sure, we can manage our time wisely. We can set our priorities straight. We can manage our energy wisely. But also, if you're already really nailing your time and energy management and your priority setting, what are you happy to like sacrifice even just a little bit to devote yourself to something else a little bit more, right? Yeah, what I've been also really realizing this year is I love having hobbies. I love having hobbies that are completely unrelated to work, like playing paddle, which obviously, as you babes know, didn't go well because I broke my ankle on October 1st. I think that was the fourth time playing paddle. I think it was the fourth time. So that was a little bit of a bummer, but the girl's like walking again. Like I'm, I'm, I'm back at it. Like I'm, I'm walking, I'm thriving. I just, I'm just not going to play paddle for another, at least two or three months, I think. But your girl is back. <laughs> what I'm like meaning is like truly having hobbies where you, it, it just has nothing to do with your work, with your job, whatever it is, whether you're self-employed or not, like having some things to spend time on that are not necessarily for like self-improvement. Like this is also one of the reasons why I actually stopped listening to so many podcasts is, or like audiobooks that are like more educational because then I'm like constantly stimulated and I don't want that. I don't want to be in a constant state of learning. I feel like it's, oh, there's actually a gecko in my office. Could you hear that? <laughs> that was cute. Um, he's having an appearance. But yeah, at some point I was just like, oh, I'm constantly learning and I'm constantly pushing myself to do things that are productive, that are getting me ahead. And I don't want that. Like even in my off time, like I would like read books on personal development or I would like take all these courses, which yes, that's important, but that's, that's, technically work it's not my free time right and so really having hobbies that are that are just like for me like taking a pottery class or you know like obviously for me playing with my dogs is like a hobby <laughs> my dogs are my hobby okay um no it's just like it's, it's it really is that it has nothing to do with working just really gets you to fully switch off or a routine that we've been incorporating now on our Sundays has been um going to the beach without our phones and just being in the sand and the ocean, playing with our dogs for like three or four hours, bringing some water, bringing some snacks, like bringing a blanket and just like chilling, you know, like yes to that, like more time off of digital devices, one or two days a week. Really, really good. Really, really good for me. Yeah. Hopefully that inspires some of you. I would love to see what you're incorporating into your life next year that just like helps you to switch off and be more present and just like do stuff outside of work anything that has nothing to do with personal development and getting ahead in life I think that's very very important 
raising our standards i want to like quickly touch on that because i feel like for a lot of people it's like why even bother like why can't we just be satisfied which again as i said earlier i think that's important too but also raising our standards is very powerful and i did that in pretty much all of my life areas big big time this year and here's why when you start to feel like you've outgrown certain relationships your life your career it it just feels frustrating and it it feels unsatisfying and you will build up resentment against other people or your job or even yourself because you're the one who's not actively changing something and what I've found even just like at the start of this year was when I was like hitting certain energetic ceilings where I just seemed like I just couldn't break through them I realized I had to upgrade my ability and capacity to receive what I want like when we're not in full receivership how are we supposed to attract what we want right also when we evolve which we all do constantly whether we notice it and realize it or not in smaller and bigger ways um, we start seeing ourselves differently usually we start valuing ourselves differently which is totally what happened for me this year. And so naturally I had to raise my standards. Naturally I had to, because I felt like I had changed so much internally and it just had to be reflected back in my external reality. Like a standard, for instance, was for me to like live in Uluwatu, even if it meant like not living with my partner for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, just because I really, really value being in a place like Uluwatu where I feel so aligned, where I feel so alive, where I feel like just by being here, I'm embodying my highest self. It's really honoring your needs, even though it technically doesn't quote unquote make sense. Also, when we heal deeper layers and levels within ourselves, we sometimes find that actually, yes, we desire and we deserve more. When we heal, we realize a lot of things. We see ourselves in our true selves and our core essence. And we got to claim that then because we realize that we, in fact, get to create and receive the things that once felt so far away. When we're healing, when we're truly healing, it will just shed so much light on so many things that have been in the dark before. And that's totally been the case for me this year as well. So let's quickly dive into the how. How can you get started on that? So for me, as mentioned earlier, I shifted my self-image, the way I see myself, the way I'm thinking about, feeling about myself, relating to myself, the way I'm talking to myself, obviously in those small moments where maybe I would have like given myself a mean comment in my own head, you know, and just really deepen my connection to my own worthiness and upgraded my identity as a leader, as a partner, as a human being overall. And I actually also shifted from like some patterns that I had like over communicating to just embodying my boundaries, embodying my needs, my desires, my standards, embodying them rather than overly communicating them. I used to be a huge, I mean, I still am a huge communicator, don't get me wrong. And I love that for me. And I'm, I'm very proud of that skill that I have developed over the years, but I also think that at some point you got to stop talking and start showing and embodying. And that's totally something I did. And I'm very proud. And it's not been coming easy because as women, it's so easy to fall into like just talking and talking and talking rather than being like, hell no, and putting your foot down without even having to say a single word, without even opening your mouth, right? And so essentially what you're doing is you're no longer allowing 
okay, so there's two different things, right? Like we can either actively do something about it or we can like just allow and allowing is also settling. Allowing means that you're, um, even though you're not okay with it, you're kind of okay with it because you're allowing it, right? Like you're just being passive. You're not actively changing something. When someone is being mean to you and you're not saying something, you're not speaking up, you're not setting a boundary, you're allowing it. As harsh as it sounds, it's the truth. If someone is like creating a an unhealthy dynamic in your relationship um, with them, whether it's a friendship or like at work or like in a partnership, if you're not doing something about it, if you're not, again, speaking up, if you're not putting your foot down, you're allowing it. And if you allow things that no longer feel fully aligned, then guess what? Like you're going to be frustrated. You're going to feel resentful. You got to feel unsatisfied. You got to feel unhappy. Right. And so you got to stop tolerating, stop allowing, stop settling for people or things or circumstances that don't feel like a full body. Yes. That don't feel like they're a reflection of your truth and your worthiness in the first place. I went pretty deep into subconscious and somatic healing work. And I, I integrated a lot of new beliefs, which I loved. And I just, as a result, started showing up so differently, which resulted in me respecting myself differently and vibrating on a whole new frequency. And so some of the results were, and like I was thinking about that this morning as I was taking some notes for this episode. It's like, what were the results? And like tangibly that you could like actually see, not just like for me that I could feel, where I attracted a new team member that honestly cares about my business just as if it was her own, which is pretty dope and pretty rare as well. I know that from like speaking to other entrepreneurs, like it's pretty rare. And we're having so much fun together. She's such a good friend. Like we're having the funniest conversations about boys and life and just, oh, like anything and everything. And it's very, very cool to have someone on your team or like that you're just working with who just like really, really sees you and gets you. And it's, yeah, it's been pretty cool to see that because in the past I had team members that still had like other clients or, you know, actually ultimately wanted to do their own business or like weren't fully, fully invested. Another thing has been, I've been taking an entire week off from work 10 days before my mom comes to visit me in Bali for two weeks. And I was not preparing well for that. I honestly, I had some things prepared, but definitely not as much as I would have normally. And feeling so peace about that, like being so okay with that, like not to be super on top of things and just like giving myself this whole fucking week off because I desired it and because I deserved it. And just like taking more time off in general when my old self would have just been like, oh shit, no, there's still so much to do. I'm not going to be taking time off now. I need to cancel everything and like sit myself down at my desk and get shit down like no just like being okay with it and like trusting that my business will be fine because I have a back end I have a team the people who know that I'm their person their mentor and they're not going to go anywhere like they're going to hire me regardless of whether I'm putting in a little bit of extra work that day or not like it's fine that's been huge for me as well attracting this again incredible group of girlfriends that I feel so deeply seen by and loved by and supported by and cherished and it's just it's just a fucking it's a fucking romance you guys like we literally keep saying to each other like you gotta have a partner who is cheering you on as much as we're cheering on each other like it's just it's just a non-negotiable like 
don't settle for less especially because one of them is like single and like we keep saying that because it's so true like why would you settle for a partner that doesn't treat you in the same incredible way that your best girlfriends are treating you right um another thing has been and this has been like really 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 sweet my partner treated me to a beautiful getaway for my birthday it was very um just like relaxed and like very luxurious like I I couldn't believe like this was actually a place we would go to um it was pretty special and we just spent the best time together honestly we had dinner by the beach watching the sunset like they did this whole setup for my birthday <laughs> oh my gosh they were so sweet there they were so sweet yeah I just felt so loved and it, it wasn't even about like oh like this is like a luxury hotel blah, blah blah it was more so just like I really thought about what would make you super happy and you know like what would be something that you value in terms of like being super close by the ocean like we literally came from breakfast and like we went a couple of like steps further and we were at the beach you know like those type of things and um it can be super simple too but it's more so just about the intention like really like a thoughtful gift where you know like everything has been thought of like vegan and gluten-free chocolate cake of course your girl needs chocolate like, just like those those things where you're just like damn like this is really sweet and i'm so grateful and so happy and also funny enough in november that was crazy for me um and that was definitely a result of me like doing this work i 4x my income compared to the months before which to me was wild <laughs> to me it was pretty wild and um yeah welcome so many incredible new women into our our business and our containers and um i feel so honored that i get to support them now um in 2024 now speaking of 2024 let's dive into some of the intentions i've said some of the visions that i have and then I actually think I'm going to be putting the journal prompts into the show notes rather than reading them out loud because I think that doesn't make any sense. So I'm going to be putting those in the show notes. So be sure to check our show notes um, to not miss out on those. But for my intentions for next year, 2024, number one, it's got to be that eight to nine hours of sleep every night or like at least most nights like five or six out of seven nights of the week I do want to have my eight to nine hours and I'm saying eight to nine because honestly I'm thriving off of nine hours of sleep I think they're so good I had a couple of nights this year where it was maybe like six hours which I just know is not enough for my hormones to feel happy and balanced Mostly I've been at seven hours, um, oftentimes even eight, sometimes nine, but I, I just know for a fact, I feel like a whole new human. I really, really notice that when I sleep eight plus hours, like ideally eight and a half to nine, I don't have any energy dips in the afternoon, which is like so crazy because I used to always have those. I used to always feel so low around like midday, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., and yeah, I just don't feel that way. And also latest bedtime for me has to be 10 30, 11 PM. Like I can't do later than that. Otherwise, no matter how much I sleep, I will be tired the next day. Like this has been so interesting to see, like if I go to sleep past 11, even if I sleep eight hours, I'll be tired. I'll be really tired in the morning. Bedtime before 11, ideally getting up before seven, ideally. And then just sitting in the sun for like 10, 15 minutes, making that a non-negotiable, like making matcha or like some water with B12 um, supplement and just like sipping on that, cuddling my babes, our dogs, and then 
yeah, just like really grounding, ideally like putting my feet into the grass, um, which I've been doing on some days, but not consistently on all days. And another thing has been, obviously this has been like, I've been pretty good at that this year before I hurt my ankle um, and broke it. But um, three times a week workouts, one Pilates class a week would be really, really great. Even if I do it at home, I have like a subscription. And just becoming the strongest I've ever been, like really taking such good care of my physical body in all the ways. Sleep, hydration, which I do pretty well already, I would say. Um, Nourishing my body, um, which I also feel like I'm doing pretty well. Hashtag balance, you gotta have that chocolate cake every once in a while. And yeah, workouts. So another one has been supplementing probiotics. I truly have seen the biggest, the biggest difference in my skin when I'm supplementing probiotics in the morning. And magnesium at night also is really, really good. Um, obviously I take my B12 supplement. Um, sometimes I will also supplement D um D3 K2 supplements, but that's like it's not necessary, like for me, because I'm living in Bali, there's plenty of sun. And also another, like, not rule, but like a intention that I have is like not working with more than three private clients at a time. And I've been really good about that this year, but I feel like I can be like, because sometimes obviously then like someone's like applying and you're super excited to be supporting them, like just like being stricter with when I'm taking people on and like ensuring that I really never have more than three at a time so I can give them my absolute everything um, without feeling like I'm coming short because I'm always giving my everything to my clients, but I never, ever want to feel like it's at the cost of something like that has to do with me. It's been pretty good this year. I'm excited to like further, um, stick to that next year. Also hiring a healer and spiritual guy that I can like work with on a more consistent basis. Cause I had some healing sessions this year, which was really, really good. Um, and I obviously have my leadership and business and life mentor to support me, but I also like do want to work with a healer. I think that's going to be so much fun. So I also feel like I want to like start a whole new hobby that is, that is like, like nothing I've ever done before. Um, I'm not a huge ocean girly in terms of like going into the ocean. <laughs> fun fact. I love being by the ocean. I love watching the water. I love it so much. But I'm not a huge, like, girly to, like, go into the ocean. Like, if the waves are not crazy, sure, like, I'll swim a little bit. Not in the term, like, in the sense of, like, oh, there's, like, huge waves. Like, let's go surfing. Like, I'm not that. So I feel, though, because I did that for my birthday, it's been so much fun. I need to go bodyboarding at least, like, weekly or every two weeks. Because my partner and I did that on my birthday. And damn (laughs) that was so much fun that was so much fun it brought me so much joy being out in the water is so good for your skin it's so good for your mind body and soul it grounds you you're just like in this element and also i get to spend quality time with my partner who's surfing so why not right um so yeah bodyboarding i would love to start doing that um and like just any other hobbies that i'm feeling called to start really we also are looking to this upcoming year start building our two luxury villas in bali we um leased a land plot in september this year and uh, we want to start building that because we've been like my partner primarily has been working really really hard with our architect on getting it all together and we're very very excited and um i'm really proud of myself for having saved for this and like for yeah, being able to afford this after buying a house last year um, already in September. And uh, yeah, I feel like we're 
we're like working on a real estate thing. Like it's very cool. It's very, very cool. I'm very excited for that. I also realized I want to host friends at my house even more often, especially since my birthday. And like, that was such a vibe. Like we had such a fun time with my friends, like playing, like, which are also Max friends in a way, um, playing cards and just, yeah, further deepening my friendships, but especially like having people over and like groups where I just like really feel so, cause I'm, I don't have huge social batteries, you guys, but I feel like if it's the right people, I actually can do groups every once in a while as well. So yeah, that would be lovely. Um, I also am really looking forward to hosting the mastermind day at my villa for my fem leader girlies. We'll probably do that in early February. And I'm so excited to be planning those, to be having them over in my house and like, just like a whole day of like doing fun things, self-care things, but also masterminding and brainstorming. I'm so damn excited. We're going to be doing it like a full day, like morning till evening. And I'm ready for it. I'm so ready for that. So I can't wait to start preparing that in Jen. And something that I've been incorporating just in the past few weeks, really, again, like very consistently, it's been daily dancing, really getting in touch with my body, my emotions, moving them around really making time to feel myself and getting into my body daily not making it something that I do when I'm like super stressed but like just doing it consistently every day not just like when things are bad or when I feel like oh like I really need it now but like any day I desire it anytime I desire it I'll do it so dancing getting into my body has been super super yummy lately um okay 2024 visions I have a lot I'm just gonna give you babes a few Again, one thing that's pretty major that I already mentioned is building our two houses. Um, Point is we are wanting to live in one at least for one year or so before we're probably leaving Bali um, and moving to Europe with our dogs. But in the meantime, we want to live in one and then sell the other or just like rent it out, um, but ideally sell it. And then once we leave the other one, when we're leaving Bali, we'll rent that one out. And it's a very beautiful, quiet area in Bali. So like, I'm I'm very excited for that and to see how that's coming along, especially because like buying a house last year has been a whole fucking process and we learned a lot. We also did a lot of mistakes, going to be honest here. But yeah, so like this time we feel like we really have all the information and education that we need. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Another one has been and like, this has been interesting this year because it's been kind of like on and off. I had like a couple of weeks, sometimes even months in a row where I would work like four or five hours a day. And then I had somewhere I would like literally work eight to 10 a day. And I want to like bring some more consistency into that. Whilst I love the whole like slowing down and then speeding up approach, I feel like I want to have some sort of consistency in the sense that typically I'm aiming for four, five to six hours a day working with focus and then spending the rest of the time with my friends, my dogs, my partner, pursuing hobbies, resting, you know, like doing all those things. Traveling also. I'm still fine if like I have days where I just work four and like I have days where I work eight to nine, sometimes even 10. I'm totally fine with that, but I do want to bring some more consistency into it for sure. Again, another one, pursuing new hobbies and also especially going on more trips around Bali, but also, and this one's huge for me, traveling to Europe, traveling to the US, maybe even Australia, we'll see. But like really traveling again, because this year we've just been like traveling in and around Bali and that's been it, which is totally fine because we obviously wanted that year to like, you know, like grind into our house and like renovate it and like spend a lot of time with our dogs. And next year we're ready to like 
maybe have someone dog and house it so that we can travel a little bit more again because we've been definitely missing especially me being a Sagittarius next up becoming just like the healthiest and fittest I've ever been um again I've been taking this long long break from properly moving my body um since October 1st and I haven't been properly working out for two and a half months (laughs) It sounds really bad saying that, but it is the truth. Since I played paddle and broke my ankle, I've been not so great with, um, yeah, with like working out and I'm ready to get back into that. So we'll kick it off um, in an early gen. I also will probably continue working with my private mentor just because I just love it so damn much. I love her as a human. I love feeling so supported and seen consistently, not just like for a couple of months, but like long-term. Um, and I've realized I really, really value that. I really value long-term support. And I know there's always more to learn. There's always another layer, another level to unlock and uncover. So um, yeah, I think I really, really want to like consistently have someone in my back pocket, having my back supporting me in all the ways. And just overall, I guess like sum it all up is like reaching a whole new level of wholeness, contentment, abundance, living in overflow, even more than I already did this year, which has been pretty, pretty incredible to me. Um, so yeah, that's been it, you babes. I would love to hear when you're listening to this, like send me a DM, what your goals are, what your visions, your intentions are. You can also just leave it below. There's going to be like a little poll for you to vote. Um, I'll also leave the journal prompts in the show notes and, um, yeah, that's it for today. You babes, I can't believe we've wrapped up the last episode of this year, episode 50 on the podcast. If you did enjoy this episode, don't forget to rate this podcast, leave some stars, leave a review. It literally takes a couple of seconds or minutes, but it makes the world's difference to me. Um, if you support the show, as always take a screenshot, if you feel called to, um, post it on your stories, tag me so I can see it and repost you, send it to your best friend, make sure sure to be subscribed on either iTunes or Spotify so you never miss an episode going live every single Tuesday and then a bonus episode each month as well except for this one be sure if you're loving my podcast if you're loving my Instagram content to be subscribed to my weekly Align and Accelerate newsletters they're full of the good stuff they really really are so if you're loving content from me you'll love that one as well And um, also make sure if you're listening on Spotify to click the little bell icon so that my latest episodes automatically get downloaded for you. And then you can listen to them on the go when you're not having Wi-Fi. Again, everything I mentioned today is linked in the show notes. I also will say that if you want to save your spot for a mentorship container with me next year, whether it's inside of my feminine energy mini mind called Thrive on Live that will actually be two months long next year to give you babes even more time to integrate or whether it's like if you're an established female CEO obviously instead of my feminine leadership mastermind the femme leader um for established business owners and female CEOs who want to thrive in their careers their lifestyle their love lives and of course also instead of my holistic certification program for aspiring newbie coaches called the Embody Coach Academy or my private containers which are available both short-term and also long-term, then you can just check out all the links in the show notes. Um, I'll just link the info pages of each program so you can learn more, ooze in them, um, see all the incredible testimonials. And if you're feeling called, apply or save your spot immediately. So if you've got any questions, as always, email me. 
um, at hello at lauraherdy.com or just send me a DM on Instagram at laura.herdy. And yeah, I'm looking forward to connecting in the next episode in the new year, you babes. Thank you so much for tuning in.